It's the Flyers Forecast with Steve Jacob and Craig Forsythe taking a look at your Flyers week ahead. <laughs> Welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I'm Steve Jacob. This is Craig Forsythe. And you might be wondering how we got to this point where we're opening the forecast by laughing our asses off. Craig, what happened in the Flyers-Bruins game tonight? Well, first of all, I want to say you called everybody off guard with that opening. Also, secondly, uh, Brad Marchand just decided not to, uh, he didn't want to try a shootout attempt. And just said, uh, forget it, and left the puck at center ice. That yeah, was... We're, <laughs> we're fresh off the Flyers, winning a shootout by Brad Marchand. Just glancing his stick off the top of the puck, skating by it in that counting as his attempt. Flyers win by the two sweetest words in the English language, default. (laughs) Hey, it's good work if you can get it. It's easy. couple points. I just, I love the reaction of the refs after that, because they all kind of look at each other like, there's no way that just happened, right? (laughs) Is that legal? What just happened? You for real? For real? (laughs) I was in a rotten mood today, too. Like, this, things have not been going well in Steve land, and then uh, that happened, and that just lit up my entire night. It just got that much better from there. Yeah. Caps off a very nice comeback, too. But mainly we get to laugh at Marshan for uh, forever. I mean, I, the only other... Kovalchuk had a really bad shootout attempt a bunch of years ago. Uh, I I don't remember seeing anything like this. I don't know. It might be the first one out there. Just straight up skating over it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it takes a lot for us to bring up something that happened in a game on the preview show, but this is 100% worthy of that. We're going to record, I don't know if we're doing Flyperbole on Tuesday or Thursday right now, but we there is more to come, more dunkage to come. Oh, yeah. Dr. Dunk's, what's Dr. Dunk's title again? Uh, Dr. Dunk's uh, PhD. PhD, yeah. Dr. Dunk's very, PhD. Very much into the medicine. He'll figure out something, he'll... Uh... We'll, we'll come up. We'll, we'll dunk on Brad Marchand plenty this week. Uh, that won't be the only time we bring up this incident. Yes, won't be the only time. Definitely not. But uh, yeah, so Flyers win that game. But let's talk about the games to come because this is the Flyers forecast, a preview show for the week ahead. And let's talk about the Flyers week ahead for the week of one twelve twenty twenty. So currently the flyers are in the second wild card spot are they 23 16 so, and 6 or 24 16 and 6? yeah so here's the thing with this episode all these stats were from yesterday and then we just rolled them over today so they are 24 16 and 6 with a plus four goal differential now i believe and they fell they fell does the out shootout the goal count as a positive in the goal differential i think it does i'm not sure well that's just terrible it's dumb. Yeah, like, so in theory, if you want 82 shootouts, you would be plus 82. I think that's how it works. It shouldn't, because it's not an actual goal. Uh, that's, but That's I, some fuzzy math right there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's NHL logic, so it all it all checks out. But uh, middle of the pack in goals per game, top 10 in goals against per game at 2.93. Uh, power play, no surprise, is almost 20th in the league, although they did score tonight. Again, uh, off the rush on an unusual setup to Kevin Hayes. So the power play just wants to either not function at all in terms of getting the puck in the zone or actually creating any kind of system or format inside the zone. They're just going to score off the rush. That's going to be their thing, I guess, from now on. But if it works, it works. Uh, and then they're a top 10 in shot attempts, 4 percentage, and 16th in expected goals, 4 percentage. 
Uh, the big news with the team right now is Connor Bunneman was recalled. Actually scored tonight on a pretty pretty fluky goal. I mean, Mark Freeman took a shot from the point, hit off uh, Bunneman's skate, and then bounced off of Bruin and in. However, did go to the net, crashed the net for a rebound. I saw him doing that a lot tonight, had a good rush chance early. His best game as a flyer yet. I can say that with certainty because his first four games were complete garbage. <laughs> so it's pretty easy to say that this was his best game yet. What do you mean Connor Bunneman's first four games were garbage? Echo and the Bunneman. Just uh, take your, Bunneman. yeah. Take I guess I can't help but say Bunneman in some sort of like Australian accent. <laughs> Bunneman. I, I will say Kurt did have a pretty good uh, Pearl Jam reference. Uh, can't find a better man. Can't find a, a Bunneman. Can't find a Bunneman. Can't find a Bunneman. Yeah. <laughs> Found a I, I, I still like Echo on the Bunneman, though. I think that might be the way to go. With uh, yeah, but I can I can sing this one. That, oh yeah, that's true. Eddie Vedder is a hundred percent my vocal range. Yeah, I like doing Eddie Vedder because I like to pretend Eddie Vedder doesn't. He can't announce uh, syllables. Like he just, it's all just one big, goofy word to him. It was all of his singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. Anyway. Uh, Flyers, though, uh, I mean, so they, they beat the Caps, lose a one nothing game to the Lightning, and then have a three-goal comeback against the Bruins tonight. Uh, so we still just have no idea what this team is. Well, no, 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 they're at home. So now they are a legitimate contender. It's just now on Wednesday, they're going to travel to St. Louis and, uh, forget how to skate, uh, forget that you need to use a hockey stick during a hockey game. Like, they'll forget, they're, they'll forget common things to help win hockey games on the road. So like they just is... forget how to tie their skates. Like they can't <laughs> yeah. lace them up anymore. <laughs> Somebody's going to go out in a Sixers uniform. It's going to be real dumb. And they're going to lose 6-1 to one on the road. They'll come home and they're going to murder the Canadians like 8-0 on, on Thursday. Guys, there's these these rolls of tape everywhere. Where, what do I do with these? Do, do they go on the, the stick? No, no, they couldn't go on the stick. <laughs> AV leaning over the bench, pointing at the puck. Wait, that's the puck? We put that where? I don't... Alright, like, this is... Yeah. I thought we played this with a baseball. <laughs> But uh, St. Louis Blues, so the game on Wednesday, they will be traveling to uh, the beautiful city of St. Louis, walking on that arch, and they're taking on the Blues at... Are they going to find the hog? <laughs> the blue, the musical note-shaped hog? Oh, this God. is, by the way, some real fly perfectly inside baseball right here. Oh, God, that poor hog. Yeah, so he's still, he's still living a terrible life, but... <laughs> So St. Louis, it's a it's rivalry night. I, I, I just it's just hockey night in America now, but yeah, I, I still they, like yeah, to I think of Wednesday. Changed. They made it something more acceptable. So uh, I, guess I still like to think of Wednesday as rivalry night, and this of I course did. is a rivalry because the Blues uh, co-opted Philadelphia last year for their their Stanley Cup celebration. Just had to go to some like Mummers Club or something or social club, yeah. and you know. Also, we are the discover what music is. <laughs> <laughs> the city that, yeah, we're the city that gave Jordan uh, Bennington an NHL career, which I still don't know. I mean, you know, a lot better goalie than I thought he would be, but I still uh, still think he's a little bit of a douchebag. That's my that's just my opinion. Just putting that out there. Anyway, uh, the Blues are first in the Central, West, and tied for first in the league at 29-10-7 with a plus-24 goal differential. Uh, both the Blues and the Bruins had 65 points going into tonight. Bruins still have 65 points dunk uh and then the blue oh, wow. are well wait did they get one point though because oh, yeah they got 66 points whatever yeah, you right. suck they're three the points hey, excuse me <laughs> they're three points close to uh, having a nice record uh they are 
12th in goals per game, and then they are also top five in goals against per game. They only allow 2.63. Fourth ranked power play, uh, 12th ranked penalty kill, and then middle of the pack in terms of uh, underlying numbers. But it's pretty much they. Uh, it's just Bennington and Alex Petrangelo. Their defense is really good. Uh, Petrangelo's had a monster year. Uh, he he might actually be he might be a Norris Trophy finalist. I think John Carlson is probably has the inside track on winning the Norris. I think, but uh, Petrangelo, thirty-seven points, twelve of which are goals uh, in forty-six games this season. He's fifth in goals and points among D-men, sixteenth highest ice time average this season at twenty-three fifty-nine. Not quite twenty-four minutes. Uh, Ivan Provorov, of course, being number one at 45 minutes a night. <laughs> Ivan Provorov does have more. I'm not sure of the exact number, but I did see him higher up than Petrangelo. Uh, Petrangelo also has the second best war among all defensemen with 3.1 behind Ryan Ellis. Uh, the thing with that is Ryan Ellis has the best war rating among all defensemen, and his defensive partner, Roman Yossi, is third. So they're kind of feeding off each other, and uh, Petrangelo doesn't necessarily have that help. Uh, or a partner to help him out. Um, but spent most of the season with Pareko and Justin Folk, but neither of them, yeah, like I was just saying, neither of them have really been carrying the load for him. And, uh, but Pareko will be, I think he's going to be out for this game. He's now missed the last five games, including the Blues game tonight with an upper body injury. Uh, not really having a Pareko like season, only has 13 points, averaging 22 49 a night, so still playing as much, but his, uh, his underlying numbers haven't been uh, haven't been great, which uh, should hurt the Blues, but isn't slowing them down at all. And also with uh, Carl Gunnarsson out, the Blues were playing uh, some guy named Nico McCola tonight, playing in his fourth NHL game. And then also Robert Bertuzzo makes up their third pairing. And Robert Bertuzzo uh, has played a lot more NHL games, but he's been very bad in those NHL games. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be a tough game because it's the Blues, and it's a road game. And I'm thinking Brian Elliott should be in that. I mean, homecoming, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Bam's homecoming. To, uh, yeah, so he'll be the, he'll lead the walk uh, along the top of the arch, and then he'll lead him right into, uh, right into the arena to take on... Well, you walk up to the top, and then you slide down the rest of the arch, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, that's common. Well, St. Louis, of course, yeah. existing solely of the arch, the Budweiser factory, and Bush Stadium. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, and uh, a faithful listener, Phil, and also the Superstore. We've talked about St. Louis a lot. I guess that's because the Blues were in the playoffs last year. So we just you know it's the city. The city so nice. They they named it twice. Yep, you you bet you betcha. Uh, there's no yep. The, no football. No, no football scores recently out of that town now. So windy city. Windy. <laughs> the Sacramento of the Midwest. You gotta love it. What a town. Yeah, just what? gotta love it. <laughs> Uh, goaltending options. Jake Allen's having a, a quite a season, a little bit of an underrated season. He's seven three and three with a nine twenty four save percentage, two thirty six GAA. But of course, Jordan Bennington's the starter. Twenty two seven and four, nine seventeen save percentage, uh, two point four seven GAA and one shutout. So, so not great for the Flyers either way. No, not great either way. And I think the um, the Blues are just. I mean, they're a defensive minded team. They're still playing like they did during the postseason, I mean, yeah, uh, in 2019. So they're just not really giving up a ton of chances to the opposition. Uh, guys like Schwartz, Ryan O'Reilly are playing pretty defensive-minded hockey. And then you have Petrangelo and Preko on the back end. It's uh, it's going to be tough to score. 
Yeah, and again, it is a real game, so I'm expecting a, a painfully annoying loss. A loss that just doesn't make any sense. Like a loss where Travis Konechny accidentally scores on the Flyers, and then Brian Elliott scores on the Flyers on the next shift, and then, I don't know. Like something dumb is going to happen on Wednesday. That's my guess. <laughs> Classic my, Flyers. That's my bold hockey prediction. Maybe Ivan Provorov will single-handedly win this game for the Flyers. Hey, it's done it before. Do it again. No Will O'Neill this time, though. He's just going to have to... Well, I mean, Mark Freeman kind of could be the Will O'Neill. I don't know. I've kind of liked Mark Freeman. He's only played two or uh, three games so far, but I've kind of liked the way he's played. Well, he's yeah. he's there. He's definitely there. I mean, he's playing safe, responsible hockey. He seems to know when to be aggressive and not, but that's... We'll, we'll wait for him to fuck up eventually. But he also did have the, the play to start the, the bottom end goal. So after the uh, the Flyers get embarrassed in St. Louis, they will return back to Philadelphia in a back-to-back that makes no sense. Uh, yeah, they, they play will... the St. Louis of Canada. <laughs> Actually, yeah. if anything, I would probably argue that, that Ottawa would likely be the St. Louis of oh, Canada. Say Winnipeg. Even though it's the capital, it's still... Yeah, oh, yeah, let's go with Winnipeg. Winnipeg's the perfect St. Louis of Canada. Winnipeg feels more of like a like an Omaha like uh, what? Uh, what's the city that when you hear it, you think of like the most country? Like, uh, well, I don't know. I re- when I think of Austin, I think of like uh, that's not really country, but it is Texas. Anyway, yeah, Winnipeg's the uh, the Omaha of Canada. That's where we're getting at. And the Flyers play the Canadians on Thursday. Canadians are they're they're killing it. Uh, they are nineteen twenty one and seven, I believe now, with a minus seven goal differential. Top half of the league in goals per game, uh, 22nd in goals against per game with 3.2. They have Carey Price in that. I just remember that after I tell you that stat. Uh, Who's that? (laughs) 10th ranked power play. The man that knows your favorite contract in the NHL. Ah, Uh, So long. Was he signed for like 40 more years? Yeah, he signed for four more years. And that was also... That was something that like you and I disagree with on the him whether or not he should gotten paid, but like I, no matter what now, it's just a bad contract. I mean, I I was always under the uh, or I was born into the argument. I don't know what Bart Bergevin should have done when that contract came up. I mean, give him less, but at the same time, like Price was was playing out of his mind those couple seasons there. But yeah, it, it's coming back to haunt him now because Carey Price has uh, he hasn't been hasn't been great uh, before tonight. Over his last ten games, Carey Price was three six and one, with an eight ninety three save percentage. Uh, Ooh, yeah, boy. Not great. pretty gross. I I did go back, and of course did a deep dive analysis and watched all the goals against the Canadians instead of just going back and watching all the games. But uh, the goals against, I will say, a lot of these plays are breakaways, odd man rushes, uh, or just. It just goals are kind of kind of getting hung out the drive, but at the same time, not really doing much to prove that he's making ten point five million. So it's uh, would you say he was framed like Steve Mason? <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, he was he was framed like Still, Steve Mason. My single, I think my single favorite <laughs> Festivus airing of grievances podcast comment: Steve Mason was framed. <laughs> Makes no sense. I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I also love right here where you put maybe my favorite forecast caption here is where you put our old friends, our old friends. I'm going to, yeah, you know what? Let's run through those right now. Let's talk about all these people that played real actual NHL games for the Flyers last year. Shall we? So start off with everybody's favorite 
former flyer currently in the Canadian system. Dale Weiss. The Dutch, the Dutch Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah, not the German. Dale Weiss. Not the German Gretzky, because that would be Leon Dreisel. Dale Weiss. Zero points and seven pims in five games with the Canadians this season. You're wondering why that's not a lot of games. It's because he spent most of the time in the AHL, where he's got fucking seven points in 27 games. <laughs> he is not a half a point per game player in the AHL. What a that guy. is Dale Wheat. That was a guy that could not get out of the bottom six. That was a guy that Dave Haxtall just relied on night in, night out. He was Haxtall's first big signing. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Nick Cousins. Uh, I'm sure his brother's listening to this podcast. He has 13 points in 40 games. Five goals, eight assists. Five goals in 40 games for Nick Cousins. Well, those are some Zach Ronaldo-like numbers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jordan Wheel. I mean, the guy that the oh, my friend gave up on too early. Yeah, <laughs> your friend. And it's a big friend of the show. Uh, seven points in 36 games. Killing it. Uh, Phil Veroni, not a single game in the NHL yet. Do you remember when he was a staple in the fourth line last year for the Flyers? Phil Veroni. Also, <laughs> six points in 14 games for the Laval Rocket, the, uh, the Canadiens AHL team. So he's giving Dale also his nickname. money. That's, that's also Phil's nickname is the Laval Rocket. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll call him that. I'll call Phil Veroni that from now on. <laughs> we have to give someone in the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, uh, the nickname the Lehigh Valley Phantom. Oh, TJ well, Brennan. Yeah. TJ Brennan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll TJ Brennan, yeah. Yeah. And then last but not least, Steve, Christian Foline. One assist in five games with the Canadians, <sighs> two points in nine games with the Laval Rocket. So those are those were yep. <laughs> So the Laval Rocket is basically half the Flyers from last year. Yep, the yep, the the people that I Yep, so that's that. <laughs> that's the thing. And the, the, the thing door. is the Canadians all willingly took these guys. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Ber- Bergevin fucking loves Flyers' former bottom six guys. I don't, I don't get what it is. <laughs> he just took Him like the Hextall, worst yeah. of the worst. Him and Hexall apparently had the same ideology when it comes to what they want, and guys that are kind of quick, kind of have hands, won't produce in our defensive liabilities. That's pretty much what the fuck <laughs> all these dudes do. And Christian uh, Foley. Yeah, and Christian Folian, who's just bad at defense or likes to trip over his own feet in a, you know, terrible situation to do so. Uh, but uh, Canadians coming in real hot to this game. They've lost, I believe, oh, wow. 10 of 11 now uh, and at one point lost eight straight. But I would have, I would say that the Flyers are the perfect team for the Canadians hey. to write the ship <laughs> against, but the Flyers are home. So I was going to say, the Flyers are home. Uh, they are going to have, I mean, the Canadians are going to say they're, they're going to know what the Flyers are going to try and do though, since they have half the roster on there currently in the organization. So they'll just oh, have so great just, minds of just spies. <laughs> uh, but what the Flyers need to be terrified about is that they have Ilya Kovalchuk now, who I don't know if he scored tonight or no, they got shut out tonight. So he has four points in five games. Uh, he's got one goal and 11 shots and he had the OT winner on Saturday for the Canadians to snap their eight game. Uh, losing streak and he is 53 years old a young 53 all of his body parts are still intact no hip problems uh hasn't lost any of his teeth yet uh teeth yet due to uh being old that's the, that's the reason why you lose your teeth right it's just you it's just you're old yeah that's it yeah, that's, that's the it's not poor dental hygiene or anything like that <laughs> I, kovalchuk is such an interesting case too because this is a guy who 
you know, was blamed for single-handedly ruining the Devils a few years back, mm-hmm. and now the Devils do plenty to themselves. No, 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 the Devils are in a great spot now. What are you talking about? <laughs> R.I.P.D. Shiro. But more to come on that. On <laughs> more Flat to come on Fly Purple, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be some... Du- Dr. Dunks is going to have a good Fly Purple. Uh, that <laughs> said, Kovalchuk, you know, and it, was, it wasn't quite a huge deal when he came back to the league, but, you know, there were a couple teams that were vying for him, and then he just couldn't do shit for the Kings who desperately need any scoring. And here yeah. he is just kind of, you know, just a get, get the Canadians got him off the scrap heap, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I will say, I forget, I think it was a friend of the show, Andrew, who did throw it out there uh, a while back when everybody was in the, should we sign Kovalchuk? And he threw it out there as an option. And so far, I mean, four points, four games ain't bad. I don't know. It's not. It's not going to last because he, like you said, he's fifty-three. He's going to be fifty-four tomorrow, so he's aging pretty quickly. But uh, I can't imagine the ass crew is going to stand for that either. The what now? The ass crew. Oh yeah, no, 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 they're not going to. Big Al and the ass crew. That's the coaching staff for people who don't listen to Flight Purple yeah. religiously. <laughs> I like how we keep dropping all these hints for tell people to just listen to Flight Purple. Just listen to our show, or Flight Purple. Uh, I mean, this, we might as well just call this flight plate, you know. Uh, <laughs> Vigneault, say... though, I, I can't imagine Vigneault and, and Kovalchuk getting along that great. Oh, I mean, uh, specifically yeah. because Kovalchuk is, he, he doesn't like the defense too much. No, he's not a big fan of the defense, and that's kind of what uh, the Flyers have kind of been working on this year. Uh, I will say, speaking of AV, though, and speaking of coaches that might get fired in Montreal, is this, uh, is this Claude Julien's last year behind the bench? It's not looking great for old, uh, for old Claude, for old uh, Hank yeah. Hill's friend. Which friend was he? Oh my God! Yeah, he does look exactly like. I forget. I forgot who he is, but he does look exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and no longer the king of the hill, Claude Julian. <laughs> Claude Julian, no longer the king of the hill, as he's been shit canned from the Montreal Canadiens. I just wish there was. Uh, I think there is. There anybody on the uh, Canadians named Bobby? So then just whenever they have a turnover, he just goes, dang it, Bobby. That would be the if most. only Brendan Gallagher was called Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> dang it, so Brendan. Close. Uh, yeah, Claudio made Brennan, the playoffs like, uh, after he came runners. in relief of uh, uh, the Flyers' uh, ass crew power play coach, uh, Michelle Therrien. Uh, in 2016-17, lost in the first round to the Rangers. Missed the playoffs the last two seasons. And uh, like we currently said, about eight or nine points out of the last wild card spot now. So uh, looking great. And also uh, Bergevin, this would be this would probably be the last straw for Bergevin too. Uh, he did hire Tarion, who got fired after like five years with the team. You don't get any success with Claude Julian either. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know how much longer you get to work with, but we'll, we'll find out. We'll see what, uh, see what the Molsons have in order. What do you get? Um, two coaches as a GM, basically. I I think you, you usually only get one. You get one hire, so you'll come in with somebody else. Yeah. Make a hire, and then one sec, you, like if you fire, so you that come guy in with Ruby. You get you hire Hackstall, and then you're you're shit out of luck. Yeah, like in theory, yeah, like the way the Flyers one should have worked out was fire Ruby. He hires his own guy, then he fires Hackstall because he's inept, and then when the team's still struggling after that, that's when Hackstall gets canned. So theoretically, Colo Julian gets fired. At the end of this year, they hire a new coach. Team still a dumpster fire, and then they can fire Bergeron at the end of next year. I think that's the usual model for success. I don't know. Not really trying to. Not really trying to figure that out for the Flyers. But uh, speaking of speaking of price, though, uh, 17, 16, and four on the season, 904 save percentage, and he does have a shutout. 
Uh, Flyers should be playing Carey Price. If they don't, they'll be getting Charlie Lindgren, who is 0-2-0 with a 9.08 save percentage and a 3.09 GAA this season. And uh, this should be a win. There's no reason that game on Thursday shouldn't be a win. The Canadians are a wreck. Uh, the Flyers played them well the first game. Uh, they kind of play a game that should suit the Flyers well, I think. They are kind of uh, don't really play well. Uh, they don't have a defensive structure in place, <laughs> pretty much. A lot of madness going on the ice, and I think the Flyers should take advantage of that. Much like they should take advantage of their game on Saturday against the Kings. Ah, see, mine was going to be mine was going to be the Flyers go from facing a once great team to another once great, another <laughs> failed team. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's a good I just basically it. wanted to point out that you know they're both like wrecks of what but they used to be, but the Kings are much more recent. You know, just a few years removed from greatness, whereas the Canadians are decades removed from greatness. Yeah, they're still hanging decades. On, hanging on to that Cinderella run from uh, fucking nineteen ninety three. So have fun, uh, Canadian. Johnny Vermont. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him and uh, Deja Dan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Kings suck, though. The second to last in the West, <laughs> 27th in the league. 18-25-4, minus 28 goal differential. Just a reminder, this is a team the Flyers got walked all over on by the, uh, on uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, happy New Year. 29th in goals per game. 16th in goals against per game, which is kind of shocking considering how bad uh, Quick is now. Uh, 28th ranked power play. 27th ranked PK. So that those two numbers alone should be an indication, and also that the game is in Philly, that there's no way they should lose this game. The Flyers got murdered in the special teams battle in the first game, uh, gave up three power play goals against on only three penalty kill opportunities, and also gave up a shorthanded goal. And again, they the, the Kings are bottom four in both of the units, so they, they shouldn't happen again. Uh, they drive play. They're fourth in shot attempts, four percentage, and fifth with expected goals, four percentage. But uh, goaltending, uh, they when they do have chances on defense, usually quick. Uh, just gotta make quick move. He's very aggressive. I mean, this is how he's been his whole career. He challenges shooters. So when he comes out and challenges and drops and does the butterfly thing, just uh, start passing the puck around. And he's gonna do it because he doesn't have the defensive help anymore. Some of the names are still there, like Alec Martinez is still there until he gets traded, but it's not the it's not the same Kings team. Uh, not quite, no. Yeah, uh, quick though. Eleven seventeen and two, eight ninety five save percentage and three point zero two GAA. Ooh. I believe they should be getting the um they should be getting quick because the game on Saturday for the Kings is their only game in twelve days. <laughs> they play against Florida on Thursday, and then their next game is after the All Star break. But uh, Jack Campbell seven eight and two with a nine oh four save percentage, so not not exactly that much better. But uh, also since the game on New Year's Eve, the Kings are one four now. Again, that with the Flyers have to figure because they're probably going to kill the Kings on Saturday, and it's gonna. You look at that game, and you're going to look at the game on the road, and there's not going to be any difference besides the fact they just played in two different buildings. I'll never understand the the, the road home splits right now. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's real bizarre. Uh, the Kings will be uh, suffering quite a blow in terms of injuries because they'll be without Blake Lazat and Joakim Ryan. And I mean, I don't know how I don't know how most teams go in the games without those two guys. But the Kings are just used to those people stable in their lineup, and they're going to be now. They both are pretty bad. Lazat's got uh, 15 points in 45 games, four goals in 45 games, and then uh, Ryan's missed his last seven games, uh, including. 
the Kings game against the Flyers. He's got three points in 27 games, averaging 18.48 on the Kings blue line. I shouldn't say Ryan's good in terms of a uh, def- defensive impacts on the Kings. He's been pretty good in terms of suppressing chances, but still, again, it's uh, you got quick in that, and there's a lot of other ways to beat this team. So should be a win. So I'm thinking uh, I got a weirdly positive week going on. I think they should go two one and zero after they had this uh, comeback win against the Bruins tonight. So we might be happy about the Flyers in like a week or so. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I, who There's knows? a slight chance. Literally, who knows with this team? Coin this team flip went, of a team. It's just, it's absolutely insane. Uh, goalie management, for me, I think it's a no-brainer. I think you go Elliott on the road because Hart, I, I, who knows what happens to that kid on the road. And then, this is his bed. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. Uh, that and uh, and then you play him on play hard on Thursday and hard on Saturday. But you'll never have to miss your bed with Casper. No, we're not sponsored. By them. <laughs> we're the one podcast not sponsored. Oh, Nebo, no, what are, uh, Bonobos. That's the other thing that uh, Casper Stamps.com Stamps.com is a huge one. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into these now that we've mentioned them. They might be out there. Uh, Stamps.org has. I don't know if I have played a lot of sponsors since I uh, was busy driving around my Porsche 911. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to think of an experience. Your Porsche 911? <laughs> my uh, Jaguar. Jaguar. My, uh, what's well, a really nice car that I could probably get for free as an advertisement? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh a PT Cruiser. Fuck. Yeah, all right, never mind. <laughs> we don't need that. Casper, go get a bed, everybody. That's what we're going with. <laughs> go get a bed. <laughs> Elliot, St. Louis, Hart, Thursday. Hart, Saturday, too, you thinking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just hard all the home games and Elliot yeah, and all the road yeah, that, games. That's it's what simple. they need to do in the postseason. They're, the Flyers are going to win the cup this year with just playing hard at home and putting Elliot out there to like limit the team to four goals on the road. That's what's going to happen. But hey, they don't ask how, they ask how many. So I'll take that championship. Anyway, uh, picks <laughs> of the week. <laughs> so it, it's an interesting question because we are recording. We technically only previewed the games up through the weekend and did not include the Boston game. But if we include the Boston game, it works out better for both of us. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Couture, well, yeah, Katoria scored tonight. I don't know. Well, it uh, works out better for me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, great, great. Uh, God damn it. Well, I'm, I'm worried about my pick this week because he, he has been playing better. But Oh, we, we went with very worrisome picks this week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it might be a uh, could be interesting, but yeah. We, so what? last week we went with Giroux and Couturier. They, uh, you know, well, let's not include the Bruins game. Then we're on equal footing. Uh, Giroux one assist, Couturier two assists. This was not a spectacular <laughs> outing. Couple of outings for either of them. Uh, this week, Craig, you are going with a guy who had a really good game against the Bruins tonight. Yeah, I, and I think he's looked good over the last couple games here, and he was somebody that I was worried about earlier in the year, uh, Jake Voracek. So now that I'm picking him, you know that asshole's going to go back into a show where we wonder what's wrong with him. <laughs> but right now, he does look better. I you mean, got blocked just now. For, you called him an asshole. You're, you're blocked. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm wondering at this point when the trend starts reversing the other way, and we say really mean things to him, and that means that he unblocks us. Like, we have to earn the follow back by being brutal and mean to him. But we'll, I'll, I'll wait for that day. We got I, I would not recommend that. Cause yeah, I would, I would say I feel like Jake would actually, 
you know, probably freak out. Flyers fans will take the ball and run with that one. <laughs> don't do it, please. <laughs> yeah, they kind of already dunk on them anyway. So, but that's my uh, that's my pick for this week. A player that could you could see having either a monster week or a week where he's invisible. And I picked him as the player of the week. So uh, get your uh, fire up the hate for check machines. <laughs> And, oh, wow, guess who also went with a pick who of a guy who could either be completely <laughs> oh, invisible or a complete monster? I went with Jane Van Riemsdyk. There you James go. Van Riemsdyk could be completely amazing this week, or he could be just the invisible man. Who, who knows on a given week Ooh, what no. JVR you're going to get. Streaky-ass goal scorers, am I right? <laughs> man, we're going to – yeah, this is uh, – we went with the two – most polarizing players on the team i think yeah because they're when people hate jvr or jake they fucking hate jvr and jake hate jvr and jake that's 100 percent true yeah i'm gonna go with uh jvr i just feel like he's he's gonna have his on week he's gonna be back who knows i don't know i i it might maybe there's i don't know i just get a little feeling about it but we'll see uh yeah we're not the most confident in these picks this week, but these are the picks we have made, and we're going to live with them. It is a weird week. I'm confident in their stretch of games, and I'm not confident in my pick. I mean, the pick thing, I'm never confident in my pick. I mean, you see how these work out. The games, though, I usually expect the worst. So I'm kind of I'm kind of hesitant that this is the week that they start uh, pooping the sheets at home. Now, pooping the sheets. Hashtag pooping the sheets. Not not shit in the whole bed. Whoa, just whoa, pooping whoa. The sheets. This is a... Uh, Fans language are poop in the shit. Oh yeah, a family podcast. I know. It was, a, it was this was rated G until that very common. It was. It was. People gather around the phonograph and <laughs> listen to the latest flyperbole and Flyers forecast, of course, which is this show. Of and this course. is not flyperbole. Not flyperbole at all. But not if you all. want to listen to flyperbole, oh wow, we're going to be doing it at some point this week. So stay at tuned. some point in the week, either Tuesday night for Wednesday or Thursday night for Friday. One of those two, we will be recording. But uh, you can follow us at Flyperbole. I run that account. Uh, also follow me at Bomb, And you can follow Craig at Sports Are Bad. And my God, are sports generally bad? Tonight being an exception. Being yeah, tonight exception. tonight was uh, was pretty good. I would say uh, yesterday's football games were pretty... Uh, well, the first one was pretty entertaining. It was absolutely bonkers, but it was pretty good. But, uh, yeah. yeah what, pretty I'm good, trying to think what other matter. sports things have happened recently. I'm just, I'm blanking on them right now. Sixers have lost some games. Joel Embiid's <laughs> finger went a completely bizarre oh, way. That's right. Chinko. Yeah, that finger, uh, that finger injury. Uh, by, by the way, that Embiid finger injury, I, my buddy got that finger injury when we were playing basketball once. It was the freakiest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's, uh, that's my story. There you go. That's no good. Yeah, I don't want to uh, see that. That's not good at all. I had no reaction to it. He was just like, ah. Oh. But I mean, it was it was my friend Mike that you know always listens. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, sports are bad. It's important to remember. Sports uh, are bad. Fly perbly. Este bomb. BSH Radio. Broad Street Hockey. Be sure to rate, subscribe, listen to Broad Street Hockey on all of your favorite podcast services. And that's pretty much all we got. That's, that's about all it. we got. But we'll be back with uh, probably an hour and a half of, of Fly Perbly for you this week. So be sure to listen two, to that. I'm thinking two hours. Two and a half. Oh, no, don't promise things. <laughs> oh, I'm not promising. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Don't. don't The people that love the long pods really love the long pods. It's not everybody, but there, there are people that love them. So don't promise things you can't keep. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. So wise. You're so wise, dude. I'm, I am wise. I'm like a little Buddha. But... <laughs> 
here we are wrapping up the forecast. Go Floors. And we'll talk to you guys, well, on Flyperbole, or we'll see you next week. So thanks for listening. Good night and good hockey.